0: episode Of Everything Imaginable. I am your host, Gary Cachalillo. And before we get started, I want to thank all my listeners for listening and also thank the contributors to my show, who are executive producers Candace Sanderson, author of The Reluctant Messenger, and Ms. Aida, psychic and author of Hoodoo Cleansing Protection Magic, Binaural Production Engineer, Damien Keller, author of Sounds Good, Sounds Great. And Jared Murphy, author of It's Not Aliens, It's Worse, It's Us. If you are interested in contributing to this podcast, go to my website, everythingimaginable2020.com and you'll find everything you need there. Now, without any further ado, our guest for today is Jesse Sternberg. He has written a book called Enlightened Dog Training. Becoming the peaceful alpha your dog needs and respects. This is perfect timing. One, okay, I have written a book called, myself, it's called Enlightenment Guaranteed. The only book on Zen you'll ever need. I have an 80-pound, 9-month-old pup. Who is completely, well not completely out of control. But I wrestle with trying to train him. He'll sit if I give him treats. In fact, the only time he'll do anything is if I give him a treat. Um, In fact, he'll rip the pockets out of my pants looking for treats. (laughs) Um, So uh, this is just absolutely perfect. Thanks for
1: coming on, man. Oh, I, I'm already in the right place because that intro just took me somewhere.
0: <laughs> I loved
1: love it.
0: Yeah, it is good. It's a binaural beat. Um, so tell me a little bit about the dog training and your book. And then, uh, then I'm just going to ask you for a whole bunch of specific advice on
1: what to do about my situation. Happy, happy to get into that. Because your situation is the same situation as everybody who has a dog, uh, the difference probably being you're an outlier. 80 pounds is pretty big and strong, um, yeah. And nine months already—that's a that's there's some taint, there's some pruning of the of the garden that we're gonna need to get into and and get at yeah yeah he who is doesn't a big have, dog. who doesn't have a garden that needs a little tending here and there? He, he definitely needs a little tending okay so um let's just say i know that i am not the world's fanciest dog trainer out there with me i'm not trying to get dogs to do special tricks uh With me, I'm more of a canine communicator. And I'm in a relationship with my pet. And so are you. And so let's bring some awareness to that. Okay? Ego shows up when it's like, you know what? You should just do this shit for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the extension of that is, you know, maybe I should lean into the treats a little bit more. Becoming the peaceful alpha that your dog needs and respects is important because look around most dogs don't respect their owners. Respect is not jumping up and scratching a hole through my pocket to get the candy. Mm, he does it. Right? <laughs> like every second. <laughs> that's your specific expression or manifestation. Everybody has that manifestation. Okay? And the simple reason, I think, is because we're not relating to our pets in an enlightened way, okay? They have a communication system. They communicate with each other all the time. we take we take your pup, what's your pup's name? Polars
0: hmm
1: okay, so we take polars to the average dog park. We plop them in there with a couple of dog walkers and they're 30 dogs. And let me tell you, no, they're not going to tolerate his shenanigans because of his size and because of his lack of etiquette. I don't mean it. By the way, I just use these words. That's how the animals would understand his, exp- his expression of untamed excitement. Mm hmm. Right, That's what's underneath him wanting the candy out of your pocket. He's literally acting that emotion out through his body. That's that's a piece of enlightened dog training is appreciating that all of the bad behaviors that we label bad. Lunging, jumping, barking, scratching, whining, squealing, manipulating, destroying. Mm, It does all that. Underneath that is feelings that are too strong. I get that too. If he's calm, Mm -hmm. he's perfect. He is. Right? And so he, he goes from perfect, which is calm, to strong emotion, which means bad. And what are we training ourselves when we sit on the cushion and we meditate? Are we training ourselves a little bit of mental discipline, a little bit of non-reactivity, a little bit of stay, just stay here, just stay here, mm-hmm. just stay here. And non-judgment too. non judge It takes a minute to train yourself that too. Oh, I don't need to react now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's just that thing. Okay. That's the gift we give our dogs when we're, when we're the peaceful alpha. Okay. Cause we can actually say to them, whoa, Temper yourself now, boy. Nothing fancy right now. Nothing fancy right now is happening, boy. Just stay in that sit or that down. Stay on your cushion. We breathe with them while we're watching. We watch watch their body release. You watch it, okay? The cool thing about dogs is when they have a strong feeling, if you set a boundary, like, hey, no, that's not cool. It's usually coming from a place of self-justice. I don't like the way you're making me feel right now i'm gonna tell you calmly about it i can get into all this later but this is the idea underneath it in the relationship you're standing up for yourself you've got the emotional cue you don't like what you're feeling mm-hmm. okay well in that moment you blossom into peaceful alpha i'm sorry big guy this is my house pillars or whatever this is just the mindset right i'm sorry this is not the right moment for that style okay so the boundary becomes set we'll tell you we'll talk about that's the training too the every day the ritual the practice is going through some basic commands sit stay down come no blah, blah blah making it a routine making it like a vinyasa flow using some treats to get the attention and get the inspiration and the joy from the activity, not dispensing it like candy, (laughs) dispensing it when we're in a flow state, dispensing it when the behaviors are predictable and easy, almost managing it like it's an energy, harnessing it, that, that attention and that calm focus. Um. There's a lot here, right? I can yeah. I can see how you're into all of this. All right. Where I'm going with this, though, is like at the dog park. Pilar's is a little bit too hot, coming in a little bit too hot. The body language system of the other dogs is going to be like, yo, go, cool that shit down. Unacceptable. Okay. We're going to read his body language. The excitement. Okay. Calm dog into bad dog looks like laying down into like, immediately on the feet and, and vibrating fast. So it goes from a position where maximum surface area of the body is on the earth, grounding, naturally harmonizing, calm, tranquility. Ripple of excitement could be a ripple of fear. Doesn't matter. Same behavior, a a lunge right up into least amount of surface area on the ground, those little paws even less because it's dancing, jumping, whatever. Okay, so you see how the energy wants to shoot up. Mm -hmm. When a limit is set with the animals to animal communication in the dog park, okay, the energy goes the other way. They literally go from moving fast into standing still, into sitting down, into laying down, into putting the chin down. I call that the sequence of surrendering because every dog does it. Every mammal does it. They do it when the energy is settling. All right. So part of the idea behind being the peaceful alpha is an attunement to the environment, an attunement to your own emotional energy, an attunement to what's happening within your territory, your home. All of this because dogs have unity consciousness. They don't have a sense of me. They're egoless, so they're merged with you, whether you are merged with them or not. That means when you project tranquility your energy communicates your emotion I'm one with Polaris totally that's the state you want that's the that's the ultimate state right and then flowing through your life in that oneness state which is what he wants basically whenever there's an emotional moment we're looking to step into that moment what's happening all right Polaris I got this dude He just wants to be your sidekick and your teammate. It's up to you to set the rules, the boundaries. For me, the rules are simple. You're last in line to greet whoever's coming down the road. In fact, don't greet them. Um, Your nose is allowed to touch just about anything bad. I don't mind if you explore it. I'm not gonna panic, but don't touch it. I'm gonna intervene. I'm gonna say that that, that's a rule, don't take that. Don't take the shoe, don't take the purse, don't take the, the It's natural for a dog to say, this is my tennis ball. This is my bone. This is my territory. Okay, What's unnatural, though, is the level of conflict that they engage in to communicate that. That's why resource guarding has a bad reputation. We only talk about it when it's aggressive.
2: Hmm.
1: But 99% of the time, it's not aggressive. 99% of the time, we just don't even notice that it's a conversation that's happening between the dogs. It's understood. And that's where I, that's what gets me so juiced up is because that is not a complicated thing to see. And it reveals so much information. It gives you so much power and clarity when you're communicating, gives you a way to relate to your dog at your dog's level. I'm not saying don't do any of the dog training stuff that's already out there. I'm saying do all of that, but be aware that your body language is never not communicating to your dog Hmm. because the language of the dog is body language. Here's a couple of secrets about it. It doesn't happen in the past or the future. It only happens in the now in the eternal now. So when your dog is resting, it's resting in body language that other dogs understand. How cool is that? That's amazing. How guru how how guru esque is that? I'm always I know that the way I rest here is always talking to you. Okay, so ninety nine percent of that what I'm gonna say is a resource guarding style of communication. Here's the conversation. Asset claiming position standing over top of the powerful object right now, making direct eye contact with you. That's the forbidden angle of nature. Every animal understands that actions create feelings. Every animal, that's Old Testament wisdom and every animal understands actions make feelings. That's why the resting action is making the feeling tranquility. I'm resting unaggressively. I'm resting in a way where there's gonna be no surprise to my own nervous system. I'm gonna put my back in the corner. I am resting at an angle where my eyes are aware of the whole environment, but I'm not looking directly at any one particular sentient being. Heaven forbid they think I'm being aggressive to them. Now, let's think about that for a sec. Stare at a stranger on purpose. Weird feelings. It just creates weird feelings and weird energy. <laughs> stare, stare at a girl at a bar. <laughs> Weird <laughs> right it's all weird okay well that there's a time and a place where that's righteous in nature it's it you mm, it's a powerful confident calm leadership peaceful alpha way of, of operating when you can just go into the tennis ball stand on top of the tennis ball stare at the other dog wait for him to make the signal the signal that they make 99 percent of the time and then you turn off the the intensity of the eye because you just won you just won that moment in that moment you went into a little bit of a of of a temp of a a dare of a taunt Mm -hmm. played a little bit of chicken you know this is the human way of saying that stuff we have bad labels for this stuff we think that this stuff is bad we don't you know we we just rely on words but The truth is your body language is talking to people too. If you're leaning down, if you're curling your spine inward, there's a certain feeling you're projecting a certain feeling. You're feeling that you're projecting into the world. If you're kind of got your chest puffed up and you got your arms over your chest and you're all hunched, you're communicating something Well, animals are the same way. It's that, it's that powerful, peaceful, present, attuned, calm energy. That's rare in nature. And I kind of think, but nature responds to it. And they like it. They like when the energy harmonizes around the environment, harmonizes things. You know, if if I was back in my dog daycare days managing a pack of 30 dogs, and the energy is very excitable. And you glance around, and at first glance, you see a couple of dogs ripping around and just having fun and barking. Well, you're not really tuning in to the 13 other dogs who are cowering. Mm-hmm. This is a little too intense for them. You're not looking at the seniors who aren't feeling totally comfortable, vulnerable, right? They got bad hips, they got pain, they got arthritis, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's a little bit of etiquette that's missing from the young whippersnippers in that moment. Okay, and if those young whippersnippers are a little chihuahua, the message is easier for the older dog to communicate. If that's an eighty-pound Pilars, <laughs> he's got this he's got the kingdom, but he but he's not a good ruler. Okay, and so this is such a righteous path and it feels so good to create that equilibrium because when you get the snipper in check, the seniors come out to frolic. The frightened ones come out to frolic. It's almost like they they expect when they get that from the human, then you, they give you the respect, which is not a title that you go out and you just take and you claim like you might think an alpha. According to us, you know, alpha's got such a bad rep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. This isn't a title that I thought of 10 years ago. This is the title that came to me after trying to write this book for two years. I went, oh, the animals give you that title. Well, of course they wanna give you that title. It's not their world. They're part of the fauna of the animal kingdom. I don't know if I said that right. We are not. We're alien. (laughs) 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 so this is a way of expressing our divinity now it's not that rocket it's not that complicated it's not rocket science there's a five-step system here the first step of the system is understanding acknowledging there's a language that dogs use it's a body language it creates feelings one of the feelings it creates is i'm trying is is i'm creating contrast in you another one it creates is, is a persisting state of tranquility And then the last one is like a reinforcer. When I'd use joy or love in a particular moment, that's a beautiful reinforcer. Mm. Notice I didn't say excitement. (laughs) (laughs) It's thrilling to be going up the roller coaster and and that moment at the top of the roller coaster. Let's call that feeling excitement. It is not cool feeling that for like more than five seconds. (laughs) The older you get, the less you want. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> so there's wisdom in tasting that feeling and, and there's wisdom in knowing what that feeling can create. You know what that feeling communicates? Get up off your belly and run to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we want pillars to, to come to us, we just create the perfect vibration of excitement. For me, I'm usually singing the dog's name, hmm Pilarz, okay, he's getting him off the ground, I'm motivating him to come to me, then I'm committing to the reward, good boy, even if he's not at me, I'm committing, you're going to mm-hmm. get the treat when you come here, okay, that's enough excitement, because by the time he gets to me, he better be calm again, because that's how I roll. Because my 80 pound dog is going to be my sidekick. But mine tackles me. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll,
0: he'll tackle me. He'll jump on my head. He'll chew on my ear. He'll, I don't know why, he, he tries to eat my ear when he tries to eat my chin. There's a time and a place for that. Um, well, for, you're him, allowed, for him You're allowed to have that. Scary. For him it's constant. <laughs> he eats my you're glasses. <laughs> Is what? He ate my glasses.
1: <laughs> no, you're not allowed to do that. Kalaris. I'm trying to tell him that. Bill, the way that we behave with our dogs it, throughout a daily basis, our, our, our conscious and unconscious interactions with our dog are the communications the dog pays attention to. And so playing with the boss feels good. Mm-hmm. Playtime is cool. Yeah, I'm at the playtime too. Me too. I'm curious if there's ever any serious time. I'm curious if there's any, ever any focused, I'm going to temper, I'm going to spend, we sit on the cushion for 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. I'm going to put you on the cushion for 20 minutes. Um, Sounds so intense, right? Sounds so intense. But if this was a horse and that horse was your pet, there would be playtime. There would be grooming time. There would be exercise time. There would be training time. There would be traveling time. There would be... um, So... uh, Uh, all different sorts of of mindsets. Mm -hmm. That's kind of not there with pets, with domestic pets. It's not. It's missing. It's the missing link. It's the reason why it's so easy to get them excitable and so difficult to get them into that other state we want because we never spend any time investing in showing them how to get into that state And showing them how we want them to be. I mean, that's the idea within my book. And um, the solution is almost always the same. Begin the morning with focused flow of obedience. Like a yoga class. What commands does almost every dog know? They know sit. Okay, so let's work with just sit and come. I'll just show you alternating between sit and come, okay? Grab a handful of kibble. Posture of the peaceful alpha, tall spine. Leaning in shows weakness. It shows too much aggression, overcompensating. Leaning back shows cowardice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so anytime your dog is jumping, I'm standing still calmly like the alpha, but I'm pivoting in my back into my boy in nature the gentlest way to say hey dude don't jump on me is just to give them your back it's a powerful alpha move because you're making yourself vulnerable when they're becoming excitable so it's the first step that we want to take okay it also says no attention you're trying to get my attention i am on purpose giving you no attention. It's kind of like what happens when you look at a girl at a bar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Game over. Okay? Now we're doing this with intention. We're listening. We're tuned in. Even though our back is turned, the alpha has 360 degree awareness of the room. What's that sequence of surrender? It goes from standing into sitting into laying down into chin down. The action of transition from standing into sitting is a transition of the mind going from excitable into calm. You see that thread? The action of the dog. So if you give your dog the back, your back, you do a pivot, a tall pivot, a swivel. Neither bending forward nor bending back. Neither reacting verbally when his paw scratches your arm with a. No, you know, no hand near the mouth height. Total control. Calm, not saying the dog's name. Okay, you got the treats held up a little. You got the treats as part of your hands, as part of your chest. folded it in almost in a prayer, okay? Well, he's not gonna, he's gonna maybe try to come around and jump to your front. You're gonna pivot again. Are you not saying something to him when that quiet movement? Are you not saying, bro? No. <laughs> when he transitions naturally from standing into sitting, we cognize his mind is transitioning. We are going to say yes to that. And that makes sense. We're shaping. We're shaping the feelings. We're shaping the, the excitement. We're taming it, okay? So you could wait. You could wait for him to transition from sit into lay down and lay down into chin down. You could drop the kibble with precision calmly say to him that a boy well now his brain's fired on now you've harmonized to him which is what he wants he wants to harmonize hey dad let's do something hey dad 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 i want to do something with you dad you want to play dad you want to play something you want to play something well um when another dog is excited and they're about to play they're only going to play two kinds of games they're going to play wrestle each other which is why he ate your glasses
0: he loves that,
1: <laughs> or he's gonna play chase. Okay, so he likes that too. <laughs> when it's play, when it's time, hmm. so you're starting to see that he's coming at you with dad. You want to play? Okay, perfect. Get yourself two big ropes. You're allowed to put your mouth on the rope. You're not allowed to put your mouth on my hand. You're not allowed to put your mouth on my clothes. You're not allowed to put your mouth on any of that stuff. If you're going to play, I'm going to teach you what you can play. You're a big animal, big guy. With big power comes big responsibility. They can become the gentlest giants. Do you like where we're going here? Mm-hmm. I haven't stopped talking.
0: <laughs> no, keep Well, keep going. Like like, I'm going to try all this Like as soon as I'm done with this podcast. You know? Um, I know like like I have actually so like, like my my, my dog has some like funny routines um like if I get up in the morning and I, I i feed him I play with him and then he'll lay in my lap and he'll be calm the issue typically is I'll leave I'll go to work I'll come home I'll feed him again let him outside and and then at, at night time is when he's sort of He's just constantly not not aggressive. I mean, because he's definitely not an aggressive doll. I understand. But but, but, but he 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 does he does weird stuff. Like 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 just a couple like a week ago, I got a couch. I didn't have any real furniture, so I bought a couch. (laughs) And now his thing is, he jumps up on the back of the couch and tries to lay behind my head. Well, he of course, where, where how's he supposed to fit up there with you? Oh, there's a whole couch just you can lay next funny. to me. <laughs> but then the funny thing is, yesterday I bought one of those. Well, it just came in the mail. it was one of those giant beanbag things. Nice. And nice. And like, like when he comes down, like if I lay on that, he'll just come up and just lay next to me, and want to be yeah. hugged and pat. Yeah. Rather than me sitting on the couch.
1: Yeah. It's not comfortable for him up there. It's not that comfortable.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Most of the time, a dog wants a cold, hard four. You know what that says about their wisdom, too? You know how much better off we'd be if we learned how to sleep comfortably on like a hard surface? Our health would improve. Hmm. Um, okay, so I have a Become Your Dog's Own Whisperer course on my website. Mm-hmm. There's only five modules. I'm going to take you really quickly through the five right now. Okay. And, uh, you know, for people who are listening, this is kind of a a shameless promo, but it's very cool. Um, In 21 days, I'm going to send you an email every day and teach you something new, give you an exercise to do that day with your dog. Because it takes a couple of minutes, you know, to cultivate new habits for you and for your dog. Yeah. Yeah doesn't matter how old your dog is three weeks is so achievable all right and there's also five video module lessons to go through with some with some um, two pagers exercises first one is there's a secret language the language is revolved around actions that create feelings feelings of feelings of tranquility mean everything is cool uh, feelings of direct eye contact are things are not cool <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, then there's these things, these signals called calming signals. Now, calming signals are, and there's a whole list of them in, in online on my website in the modules. And this is what you want to memorize. Yeah, I think this is what in I the, need the most. <laughs> right. A dog will lick his lips. A dog will raise his paw. A dog will blink. A dog will look its head down. A dog will look away. A dog will lay down. A dog will approach in a circular fashion because it's not a straight line. What's common with all of these gestures. And this is what I love about them so much is they actually all mean the same thing. Your dog's going to make two, three, four, five of them, just to make sure you and all the other dogs who aren't aware of all the signals know what your dog is saying. Okay. That's why when your dog is laying in the corner, its head is down, its chin is down, its body is not angled at you, and its paws curled up. That's like five signals, okay? All those signals mean one of three things It's up to you to figure out what they mean. You calm down, me calm down, something sketchy is in the environment. All right, Let's say your dog's laying down. You pick up your keys. You jingle your keys. Your dog looks at you. It licks its lips and it starts blinking before it stands up. Basically, it's trying to calm himself down. He's at the top of the roller coaster. Those keys mean we're going for a walk. So he's already using these as actions to chill himself out. Okay. Let's say your dog's laying down in the hallway. And you're walking from the, you know, through the hall to the kitchen. Well, the hallway is a straight line. So as you walk past your dog, you're not even thinking about your dog and your dog goes, your dog gives you a big yawn. Maybe it shakes after, after you leave it. Okay. After you get past it, that's a scenario where he's saying, bro, Joe, fuck out. If staring at a dog is a straight line, it is the straight line angle, you can intensify that feeling of contrast by moving in a straight line. You want to send a strong message to your dog after you make the eye contact, walk into your dog, point at the face. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that send a strong energy? And when someone's really angry at you, are they staring at you and pointing? Okay, so you see how the energy and, and the action are the same vibe. And your dog, I already said, is unity consciousness. Your dog's an empath, feeling everything as if it's their own. This is cool because earlier I said, create the feeling to make the communication. Create the excitement. Plus, get them to come up and come to you. That's the communication. It's not dog training. It's communication. <laughs> okay, it's cheating. It's manipulating. Mm-hmm. Or it's just recognizing that you can communicate. And when you recognize you can communicate with nature like this, Omg! Do you feel cool? Learning how to whisper to your dog is cool. Second pillar. Of, so the first, last, so the first module is basically a picture of all of these different signals and what they mean, what the actions and the emotions mean. The second one says your job to become the peaceful alpha. Very simple lesson. When you're the peaceful alpha, your dog loves you. Your dog loves that. Loves that you have authority to coach them through their feelings they trust your they trust what you tell them in fact the more you communicate like that the more they trust you who doesn't want to have a a relationship with someone like that the more you realize they got your back the more chill you become Mm
0: -hmm. Okay.
1: okay third lesson there is a sequence of surrendering. Here's what it is. Standing, sitting down, laying down, chin down. Each time the dog goes through a a surrendering stage, what does it mean? It means their emotions are chilling. Here's how we can use this sequence in our training. Here's how to start communicating with the sequence so that your, do- your dog wants to please you by nature. 10,000 years of, of, of a species domesticating alongside human couple of things about the dog they love you you love them they love pleasing you you feed them it's a dependent relationship here's where it gets really cool and incredibly controversial if you're a classically trained dog trainer dog trainers hate me for this um because i teach people how to become resource guarders i teach people about the resource guarding body language because it earns respect and Remember, I told you one percent of the time mm. there's some aggression there. Okay,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. Like that's actually so, an issue
1: too. Like when I,
0: whenever I'm, I try to eat dinner, he's all over me. Right. Jumps on me. Like I, I almost have to like stand on my kitchen counter to be able to eat.
1: <laughs> oh, totally. Okay, totally. And this is the same. I mean, for you, it looks that way because you got an eighty pound whippers nine month (laughs) whippersnapper it doesn't look exactly like that if it's a chihuahua Mm whippersnapper but the feelings are the same the the perception of the living experience from the animal's point of view is the same okay um when how do you get the peaceful alpha status sorry i missed this in the second module you use the body language to claim the resources and claim control the territory. That's one of the expectations of the alpha. When you can control the resources, when the tennis ball comes through you, especially when that becomes the re- the release of the tennis ball comes, when the sequence of surrender is at its fullest, lay down, chin down, you're the boss. It's understood. Mm-hmm. When you control when, when you're in charge of security detail of, of of the perimeter and of the house, a.k.a. the front door and the windows, you're also the boss. That's what the boss in the territory does. They're aware that the mailman's coming down the territory. They're aware that it's not a threat. They make the communication. How, how do I do that? How do I become the boss? Right. All right. So let's do this. All right. You're going to grab a bowl of kibble. Resources. You're going to feed it. First, you're going to get... You know what you're going to do first? First, you're going to do that little exercise where you're just kind of standing and taming him to sit down, okay? Um, You need to start tuning into these 15 calming signals. When he's licking his lips, when he's yawning, when he's blinking, when he's doing those things, you want to see those things. Because when he starts to give you those things, even though he's a little bit excited, Mm -hmm. you can see that the big boy's trying to temper himself down
0: i never seen my dog do any of those things. I've, well, you've I've, never look for
1: them. I always, I, he's always chewing on something. Buy yourself, <laughs> buy yourself a pack uh, from Amazon of the big, 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 thick bully sticks. He's <laughs> only two seconds. <laughs> that that would be that would be if you were a dog training client that would be the first thing. Like, the see. thing
0: I've been giving him now is he's I get getting these giant ham
1: bones. There you go. He he needs an activity, yeah, and if the activity is going to be wrestle me, chase me, wrestle me, the smart activity uh, is to say you know what I'm going to redirect you into to chew this ham hock. But before you get this ham hock, I'm gonna hold it and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it at my chest. Okay. And if you keep running in front of me, I'm gonna keep giving you my back until you sit down. When you sit down.
0: So I could use that as a resource control. Boom.
1: Okay. So look I'm gonna say. So, so up I can
0: even start. do that like if I'm eating pizza, for example. Say he's, uh, he's jumping on me and all this stuff, I hold it up to my chest.
1: Wait, and, I'm gonna you're gonna you're and, gonna love this. Okay. You're gonna love this. Okay. And remember, body language, emotional control, calm, alpha, non-conflict engaging, but no fucking around, okay? Mm -hmm. You're holding that ham hock at your chest, you're giving him your back, you're waiting for him to sit down. Well, that's only stage one of surrender, okay? When you get stage one, you might, then what you're going to do is just slowly give yourself a little bit of space between you and him. Turn around, face him, stare him in the face. Don't look away. Stare him in the face, standing tall. Don't look away. You are becoming, you are testing with a little bit of, you're testing your power out. When you make that move, if he had, if you have the power, if you have the control over the resource, and you're just doing this as a quick test, okay? Just a quick, quick test. We don't want any excitement coming out of him. You're just flashing it to him. And what you're looking for is, does he blink? Does he look away? Does he make a lip lick? Does he do any of those calming signals as a response to your confrontational communication? Conflict seeking, conflict generating, contrast generating, that's the word. Does that eye contact generate contrast in him? Okay. It should. Because you're going to start using it on purpose now. So you're not going to... Let what? me just make this last point. You are not going to be looking at him when you pet him and love him and give him love ever again. Do I You're mean? going to be coming in slightly side head. Uh huh. That's enough. Hmm. Okay. You can look at him out of the corner of your eye. Right. You're just on purpose showing him the signal, and not the, the calming signal. You're calming on The calming signal. Okay. You can start playing with these things yourself. Okay. He gives you any of those calming signals. What information do you take from that? Great. He sees that I've got this. Okay, so you're just going to keep standing there. Neither retreating. You're just going to keep looking at him calmly. We want him to go through lay down, chin down. Okay, you're not trying to over stare. In fact, what you're doing every time he gives you the calming signals, you're taking the intensity off. You're mirroring no intensity, but you're still where you want to get to is stage one of this is my resource. Stage one of this is my resource is you are able to put the ham hock down between your feet, literally on the ground like it's a tennis ball and you are standing tall. And he is literally moving away from you, showing you respect, authority, moving into the sit down, moving into the lay down, moving into the chin down. At the chin down, By the way, you're going to hold this exercise for a while. It's going to, it's going to feel intense. It's going to feel funny. It's, you know, you are taming a stallion when you're doing this. This is the ultimate taming of the stallion. Okay. There's a lot of cool things happening here. You're creating a calm, harmonized focus. You're creating a dynamic in, in the environment where, uh, you feel powerful. You're not abusing the powerful with the power comes respect, uh, responsibility. Okay. Um, huge training moment, too. But one of the things that happens
0: to me is when I make eye contact, that's when he'll start barking at me. Like, he'll, he'll get down, he'll, he'll bark, he'll squeal, and then he'll tackle me.
1: Yeah, so it's, <laughs> what that's saying to me right there is in that moment, your eye contact is, is uh, you don't try to say no that way and mm-hmm. the dog wants to play. He's going to receive, he's unsocialized still to how your eye contact ought to be used. So he's just channeling it, the action back at you. That's why you want to punk him. Give him your back. Give him no attention when he's going into those moves.
0: Okay, so if he starts to barking and
1: yapping and lunging, just turn around. Yeah, and Right. Exactly. You don't want to come over the top. Soft. Soft yeah. power. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that um, benevolent, too, that action?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it almost seems in some ways like the opposite of what I would think of. Like, I'm thinking, like, all right, I'm just going to stare him down until he backs down. But he doesn't. He did not just tackle me. <laughs> because you don't
1: have anything that you're relating to over power. hmm Okay? So that eye contact is only used when you're claiming a resource, protecting a territory, You could do the same thing with your back to the crack of the front door when you ring the doorbell. It would have the same effect. It's now contextual. You're making the eye contact in context to this object. Okay. After you do this for, you know, a couple of days, a couple of weeks, your dog starts to learn that that's what you do when you say no, when you say stop, when you say calm down, your dog starts to understand what it likes from what you like from him when he moves through that whole sequence. You've just developed a way of connecting with your dog and getting um, unbelievable obedience, natural, primitive Um Obedience doesn't have to have a negative rap. It's almost like an offering. That's how he's serving his master. What he wants to do. Master also doesn't have to have a negative connotation. You're the alien, bro. He's (laughs) part of the fauna. Um, Just know your role. (laughs) (laughs) And part of that is seeing how it's inner child healing to play with the dog. My puppy can get me on my chest doing all kinds of dumb stuff mm-hmm. and, I, and that's why i'm saying there's a time and a place for that yeah it also yeah. has to be a time and a place for controlling the flow of the energy controlling the resources okay so uh well, Obviously, when he's laying down, chin down, and you're standing over top of the ham hock, you're not staring at him because you're angled off a little bit to the side mm-hmm. because you've already said this is mine. You don't need to have the intensity of it. The dog who's hovering over the tennis ball at the park isn't staring everybody down. In fact, he's just in bliss, creating the tranquil feeling. He's not looking for a fight. When your dog decides to challenge you, though, and be like, you know I'm going to go take that. Boom. You pivot into eye contact. You tell him, no way, bro. That's you responding to his action. We're hoping in that moment, he gives you more calming signals. That means he's respecting you. If things get heated, you just pick it up and turn your back again. Okay? Eventually, you're going to be able to put it down and walk away from it. That's what I'm going to call the final stage of guarding it. That means he knows it's yours. When you put it down, he knows it's yours until you tell him it's his. Okay. So here's the application. You're making yourself a dinner. You bust out the handpock. Boom. Don't touch it. He's laying down. You're accomplishing him laying down and staying and concentrating on you for 10 minutes while you're chopping, 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 chippity, chop, 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 chop. He might be drooling. But you are temp it is natural he is tempering his excitement he is tempering that strong feeling of being at the top of the roller coaster and he is loving it because he knows he's gonna get that he knows he's
0: gonna get that object
1: okay but you're owning it you own it in relationship while you're doing it you're chop 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 you're looking over making sure he knows that it's still yours every time you're walking away from he's making sure you know it's still his it's still yours Well, you go down and you sit down to eat your dinner and you slide the ham hock over to him between his paws under his chest. Now it's his asset. He's owning it. You offered it to him. Oh my God. What a peaceful dinner. Enlightened, easy, pleasurable, self justice. You don't want to eat dinner with him all over you standing on the table. That's going to annoy the shit out of you by the time he's three. It annoys
0: me now a little bit.
2: Exactly.
0: just giving <laughs> you some credit. He's losing his
1: cuteness. <laughs> Here's what's cool about what you just said. Cuteness has a feeling of joy to it. And Anytime the dog does anything that creates joy in you and you express the joy, you're reinforcing what the dog's doing now. He wants to please you. He wants to bring you joy. Cutting out the unconscious praising like that, finding it funny when he humps your leg, finding it funny when he's chewing your underwear. That's emotional intelligence. That's restraint. That's emotional control. That's understanding your dog is an empath with unity consciousness. Whatever you pet your dog, love your dog, show joy to any of the things it's doing, you're telling him, Do more of that, bro. I love it. But you're not wanting that. So the action you're making is a communication. So so when when he
0: does those things, then it's like I should turn my back or turn my attention
1: away from him? You're going to have all kinds of strategies. The body language system alone is you don't like it, you turn away. If you were a cat, think of yourself as a cat. This body language system suddenly makes a lot more sense. But you're not a cat. You're his parent. So if turning your, you're going to do the laziest thing you can think of first, which is I'm going to turn my back. That may be enough for it to quell his excitement. But it may not be because you maybe just came home. Maybe, maybe that'll work after you took him for a long walk and did some training with him. But it won't work. Maybe it won't work if you're coming home after eight hours and you haven't seen him. He's in a relationship with you. He wants to play, daddy play. Um, doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. So then it becomes, what's the next laziest thing I can do? Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. Let's cycle through some options. Bully stick, here you go, go chew it. Ham hawk, here you go, go chew it. Tiny ritual, that's pretty lazy. Maybe handful of kibble, let's do five minutes of training. Sit. Nice. Let's go. He follows you around the house. You're training him to follow you calmly, not jumping, just walking, get to a new spot. Sit. Nice. So giving him a treat within one second, you're gonna give it to him three seconds. Mm -hmm. Now you're teaching him when I say sit, don't move. Okay, that's sneaky, because if you practice that real good, and I'll show you just that example, then you keep flowing into the kitchen, then you say sit. And while he's sitting and he's ready to sit for three seconds, because he already knows that, you take a step away and a step back in, and then you give him the treat. Slowly, you're socializing him to the expectation, I'm going to say sit, it means don't move. I might do a dance in the kitchen for three minutes, but don't worry, I'm coming back and I'm giving you a treat. What a shortcut to just basically saying, bro, stop whatever you're doing and sit down like a good boy. What a shortcut for getting your dog into the first sequence of surrender. By the way, (laughs) while you're holding that sit, if he decides to lay down, Mm -hmm. give him some flavor. That's a boy. That's a good boy. Boom. What if you walked around everywhere and you just say, Pilar's down. Because that's the one thing you ever trained them. Oh my God, the etiquette you're showing every other dog in the neighborhood when you see something, you go pull ours down and he lays down. No one's suddenly scared anymore of the big hyper dog. Everyone suddenly understands the dog is the gentle giant. Everyone's energy unconsciously communicates. If people are, are seeing an 80 pound dog pulling with tension in front of their owner, they're on guard. But if everyone sees uh, Gary, say, "Polar's lie down. And Polar's lies down. And because, like, you just walk around your kitchen for five minutes every day and gave him 25 kibbles. Polar's let's go. Polar's mm-hmm. sit. Polar's let's go. Polar's, You know, and maybe you're saying stop. And to him, stop means stop, sit. Sequence of surrender. Boom. Lie down. Okay. Wow. Uh, suddenly people are like, oh, that's the gentle giant. Well, now they're coming in soft with loving energy. What a reinforcer. If they're coming in with uh, caution, stress, fear, it just feels like heightened intensity is going to react to that too. That's why coming over the top is never the way to quell an emotion. You want to like air it out, (laughs) harness it in. Mm-hmm. Do something that he's do something that you've repeated a million times with him, Pilar said. Okay? And when you make the commands, when you're doing these commands with your dog, pivot towards him, face him, make the eye contact, send the contrast just for a minute. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to reflect the calming signal back to him when he makes it. On my favorite calming signal to give to a dog is a long blink like eyes closed okay basically you're saying don't worry bro i am not trying to create the contrast right now another one is this a yawn a long open of the mouth means the same thing it means i'm telling you to chill out now i'm telling you i'm coming peacefully i'm telling you i don't want any confrontation pilar sit you're staring at him good boy you pivot, you stand beside him, and you're still in the sit and the stand, okay? Get in the habit of not looking at him, but awareing where he is. Like a cat. Like a cat would be aware, okay? It's natural to have for animals to travel together and for them to have some traveling rules. Think about, I don't know, in, in my city we have raccoons. hmm you see a mama raccoon with three babies and she's like, all right, guys, we're going across the street now. All right, guys, we're stopping here. We're staying under this dumpster. You're staying under this dumpster until I get back. How does she do that? And we can't do that. Good <laughs> okay. Well, you can do that when you tap into the understanding that it, 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 it's okay to, it's okay to talk. It's okay to send a feeling of contrast because it means be safe. We tend to have a, 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 a immature relationship with strong feelings. We can't get rid of them fast enough. We hate them. We want them to go away. Mm-hmm. Animals are animals. Appreciate what they're meaning. If I'm in a new environment under a dumpster with my babies, and I create that feeling the moment they're trying to leave the boundary of underneath the dumpster, I'm saying, "Just stay there till I get back." And when I come back calmly and act like nothing special just happened, I'm saying, great, I'm always going to come back. We don't do that when we come and go from our home. We already feel like shit. We're leaving our dog. We feel, we feel disgusting. We miss them all day. We project all kinds of strong feelings into that moment of leaving and coming home. It's far from tranquil. So now when you come home, you want to give them your back. You want to walk slowly around the perimeter, let them catch up to you. Don't try to pet him, don't try to touch him, don't try to ignore him, but don't look at him, don't lean into him, don't get him excited. Wait till he gets into that sit down, lay down, and then you can go snuggle him up. kind a boy. Wait a temp for yourself when daddy comes home. Let's have a spoon. Let's have a spooning session. Oh, you're getting too excited right now? Alright, let's do a training session. Grab the kibbles. Let's go. You walk to the back door. Sit. You open the back door. He go. He's trying to run out the back door. You cut, shut the back door real quick. Uh-uh, sit. Nice. You open the door, he's still sitting. Remember how that sit just means stop and don't move? hmm I'm showing you examples of how you can use it. Okay. All right, let's go outside. You walk out the door. He goes and pees. You give him a kibble. You walk back inside. You give him a kibble and you do some more training. That's not enough. He wants to play. So you grab your rope. You grab your two ropes i'm never wrestling you again but this rope chew it baby chew it tug it tug it all you want why do you have two because after he's tugging it and he gets a little excitable you let go of it and you pull that second rope out like it's the best toy in the world and what does he do he drops the one that he's holding and he comes back and he grabs the one that you're holding so now you're tugging again. And during that tug, you secretly pick up the rope that he dropped. And then, again, and then you do it again. 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 And before you know it, you're training your dog. Bring the rope to me, buddy. Drop it when I say drop it. Mm-hmm. Cool, eh? I saw yeah. you smile. Once the rope becomes a power object because there's a ritual of play and controlled play and and, and stuff like that. Well, it becomes no different than the ham hock. How you relate to it what you what you can accomplish with it and it doesn't have to be a ham hock it can be one of those rubber kongs that you stuff with kibble and, and put cream cheese on mm-hmm. and keep three of those in the freezer keep three of those in the freezer you know why your dog needs activities like my kids need coloring books you never know when you're gonna need it but busting one of those things out and putting it on his mat teaches him lay on your mat and chew that while i'm eating dinner Lay on your mat and chew that while I'm ringing the doorbell a couple of times. Lay on your mat when guests come over. Here, you get this right away on the mat that's in the far corner. Remember, you're last to meet everybody. It's normal. It's not about you. We haven't even talked about crate training them yet. Um, yeah, I do keep
0: mine in the crate when I'm at work because I wouldn't have anything left.
1: <laughs> crates have a total bad rap. Um, but, but the horses live in the barn. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. Like He doesn't mind the crate. He doesn't mind it, right? No,
0: no. In fact, I think he likes it.
2: Exactly.
1: It's, it's, his, so it's his spot. When he goes into that crate, he goes from standing, sitting, laying down, chin down faster than anywhere else. Very fast, yeah. So that's his meditation chamber. He's going in there, and it, that environment is conditioned him mm-hmm. to drop deep. How cool is that? It is cool. I know. I love that. I love that.
0: Yeah, because like some people, are like, oh my god, you keep him in a crate, and I'm like, he likes it. He gets his treat when he goes in, and he totally mellows out. And I mean, until like the mailman comes or something, he's good. So, where are we at here? Are you loving this? Yeah. You want more? Absolutely. Keep it going. I've learned a lot, and I'm going to try all this stuff. With with him, okay. and, then I, and I've seen now actually the things I've been doing wrong. You know, right. like like, oh. like like yelling at him It's it probably just exciting him more and creating a, a negative cycle. Where all I have to do is show my authority, turn my back, and, and, own your and, own your and, authority, and, own your, and, and let him wait for him to, to sit or show some type of. Um.
1: Submission or whatever you want to call it. So, surrender, surrender, surrender. relaxation, yeah. uh, tempering, tempering, releasing Tempure. of those strong feelings. Um, and then the training with the treats, I, you know, I do that
0: sometimes, but I don't do it consistently. That's another issue that I'm doing. And uh, you're not the showing res- you. the resource training is cool too.
1: Remember. You're in a relationship with this being. And so ego says, I need you to be this way for me. Heart says, Okay, where are you at? Where, where am I at? How am I, how am I showing up to meet you? How am I expressing myself in my moments? Your dog becomes your guru when you see how effective the body language is and when you realize that underneath your own body language on purpose or not on purpose, you're projecting feelings. You can't help but start to master that some of this shit yourself. And then the next piece is you can't help, but let that stuff flow out when you're in relation with people, it's going to heal your relationships, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever relation that, that you may have that's, estranged or toxic or bad well you're not going to be adding any more oxygen to that fire you've already mastered that piece with your dog your dog showed you how to master that but what ends up happening is the way you present yourself to the world changes how the world starts to perceive you and the world starts to perceive you as having a peaceful authoritative buck. Not fossy vibe, but like, I want to be around this guy vibe. I want to be around this woman vibe. She seems to be clear-minded. She seems to really see what's happening and hear what I'm saying. She seems to bring ease to my emotion instead of shutting it down or not paying attention to it. Underneath the dog's feelings are the emotions. It takes a minute to get the feel for this. The best way is to... That's why uh, my course is so effective is because you get a little kernel. What am I doing today? It's all threaded together because you got the videos and the course and the package. And then you go out there and you practice it by yourself and you bumble around and you figure it out. You start to tune in and oh my God, you and your dog go through these bumps and learning moments. And then you hit this flow state where it's shared and both of you just want more of that.
0: <laughs> that's what I need. That's what I, that's the relationship that I want. It's healing. It's healing. I, I, it's I mean, and, and I do at some some point. Like I said, like in the morning, things go very well with us. You know, it, it, it's the after eight hours of work that he's like,
1: ah. <laughs> Yeah, after eight hours of work, it's just you and him in the house, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cat. Right. I have a cat, too. And cat. the cat. Okay. Hide, the cat hides in the closet most does of the time. He, does he pee outside in the backyard by himself, or do you have to leash him and go somewhere?
0: Uh, I have a fenced-in yard, so I just let him out, and he does his thing. Um, Perfect. That's the one thing he's been really good with. Because um, I just moved to his house a few weeks ago, and I was worried about you know how he was, gonna I was going to be as far as going to the bathroom. And since I've been here, which has been about two weeks now. I, he, he's only had two accidents in the house, which... I'm pretty impressed with, you know, he's he's going to the
1: door when he has to go out. And... Yeah, it sounds like he's got it.
0: Yeah. So I'm proud of him.
1: That's cool. That's very cool. So mm, the empath in me wants to give you light around coming home. It should be, you know, you shouldn't be looking, you shouldn't be looking at, oh, shit, I'm coming home. What am I going to do? <laughs>
0: And I don't. Know. I, I do look forward to to it because I get to play with him. Okay.
1: And, and I love his company. So, He's a sweet so, dog. So so channel that desire of, of looking forward into playing with him when you come home, and it, it's it's mirrored. Mm-hmm. But go into it with some training games. Go into it with a planned act with an activity. Go in and show up and over deliver satiate that need within him and wait until you see what kind of how that that's gonna drain his energy by the way. And especially if you do it in a way where you're you're managing how excited he's allowed to be while you're playing with him and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Right? You're you're fulfilling a need within him. You're gonna have more respect throughout the rest of the evening. Dude, I'm eating my pizza right now. Okay, on your spot and lay down means something because you already took care of him. You're allowed to have that. Mm-hmm. He wants to give you that. Set him up to be in a position to give you that. Float obedience, float obedience, hypnotic. Let's go here, sit. Let's go there, sit. Eventually, he gets more commands. Right, sit means just stay there. You move away ten feet, then you say, introduce, come. Okay, and then you start introducing, you know, stop, sit, down, stay, come. You start putting them in places mm-hmm. on that towel, stay, good boy. Come over here on this towel, stay, good boy. Over there on that. You're giving them a yoga class. <laughs>
0: I've
1: never now, thought of it that way. What's, what's traditionally follows a yoga class? Meditation. Okay? So you do this boom, 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 boom. Well, you know, I already gave you dog meditation. When you take that ham hock and you put it down, you tell him don't touch, and you're in the kitchen, whatever, and he's looking at you laying down for 10 minutes, is his focus unified? Is it one-pointed? Yeah, it's one with the bone. Is that meditation? Yes. Cool, right? So when you do the vinyasa and then you do the meditation and then you give that reward... Your dog your dog's energy gets delicious hmm. satiated fulfilled natural becomes divine and by that time you've already got the obedient connection you've got the sh- you're the chivalrous general order is beautiful order can, in the kingdom i can
0: this is awesome because it's also something I can do. It's doable, you know. Right? That- I, 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 I've watched like other dog training videos and books and stuff, and it's like I don't know if this is really doable, you know. Like, like yeah, you know, how, how am I going to fit this into my regular life? But but, but what you're t- teaching is incorporating all these things into the regular routine. You know, nothing really has to change except. Adding in the commands and the, the the rewards and the the meditation and the,
1: the cues and I love it's, it. it is I love, really cool. I love I love this moment, man. This is like I just want to stay here for a second because now you're making me feel real good and happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, I, I like it, man. Because um, I don't know, it, you know, I, I enjoy my dog's company, and, and I can. These are all things that I can do. Ah, uh, cool. Appreciate
1: that. Really appreciate that. On my website, peacefulalpha.com, uh, There's free videos, free little dog training videos. Free. And they're not dog training. Right, they're sort of what we're talking about Their Body language, they're for the humans. Hey, this is what your body language is meaning when you're doing this, you know, watch how it works on this dog right now. Dog training, because it doesn't feel good to feel like you're bribing your dog with a treat. No, it's why people don't do it. But it feels great to see how you can uh, be your a dog's own whisperer, be your dog's own, be, communicate to your dog. And then you get really hooked when it starts to work with people too. And then you get really hooked when you start to see how peaceful you're becoming and how authentic you are and how powerful and energized you are. Nothing fancy happens. You just... Tapping into the emotional realm, uh, not in a passive way, Mm -hmm. in an active way, um, by just carrying your body around as if a cat was relating to a dog and seeing how actually that's always been happening. I just never knew. And of course, the world sees this and starts to treat you differently. They offer you stuff. Mm-hmm. They're generous to you. They're kind to you. They seem to miss you when you're gone. Mm-hmm. It's magic sauce. And it doesn't slow down. It actually gets, oops, it just accumulates. It's basically spiritual expansion.
0: Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. I can, I can make my dog, my new, Polaris could be my new Zen teacher.
1: Yeah. So, so dog. rather rather dog than your, you know, your dog is your guru.
0: So, so, so who's really benefiting from this relationship now?
1: <laughs> exactly. It's, it's well, since it's we're actually, since we're both one anyway, you know, it's good practice because it offers pure benefit to all. Mm-hmm. That's
0: fantastic, man. Thank you. I loved having you on. Thank you. It was great being here. So, be- before we wrap it up where can I, where's the best place for my listeners to find you to find your yep. videos and to find your book
1: uh go to go to P, my website peacefulalpha.com uh i show you where all you can get all the book my book from my book's available basically everywhere um amazon barnes and noble books a million small time Bookshops. the book itself is called enlightened dog training become the peaceful alpha your dog needs and respects you can google that uh but my website offers other stuff free master classes um courses uh, and and just ways to connect with me i do online coaching and stuff just like this people send me footage of their dogs and and i, I coach them for half hour sessions and give them specific exercises i get a tour of their home their living arrangement it actually works wonderfully, <laughs> um, so we should maybe schedule a follow up. Yeah, and, we can do uh, that and just check in. We'll just do I another. Love, we'll do another episode. Yeah, I would love so that so
0: that way my listeners can actually hear the progress that I can make. Sure, that's I think really. that would be great. Yeah, look forward. Awesome. Well, thank Thanks you dear. for being on. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure talking with you today. And my guys. Hang on for one moment, I just have to play the outro.
2: Com. You can also buy the book Enlightenment Guaranteed. It's the only book on Zen that you'll ever need. You can find it on Amazon and it will change your life.